This episode of The Startup Life is brought to you by People Ready. Startup Nation, you have a lot on your plate. The last thing you need to stress about is finding quality staff or the available work you need to be successful. Save time and headache by working with a trusted staffing partner that meets your everyday needs. People Ready is a national staffing provider with over 600 locations across the country and 30 plus years of experience serving people just like you. They specialize in a variety of industries including retail, manufacturing, logistics, general cleaning, hospitality, construction, and more. People Ready understands that you're busy and on the go. That's where their mobile app, JobStack, comes in. Use the app to place orders or find work 24-7 or wherever you are. And as social distancing continues to change the way we interact with customers, colleagues, and our everyday lives, JobStack provides the ability to find the right temporary workers or work you need while eliminating the amount of physical touch points needed in the staffing process. Visit PeopleReady.com forward slash Startup Life to learn more about how you can partner with PeopleReady. It's time to be about that life, the startup life. Here's your host, Dominic Lawson. All right, Startup Nation, so I hope you're ready to receive some value today. My name is Dominic Lawson, and this is The Startup Life, the show for entrepreneurs and career-minded professionals. You know, Startup Nation, one of the things that I've been surprised about uh, in this new normal of COVID-19 or the coronavirus is the uptick in people taking on crafting. I, I'm seeing, you know, uh, stores or crafting stores like, you know, with lines out literally hanging around the door and going around the corner. And I thought it was a really cool thing to bring in a very cool entrepreneur to kind of share with us about her story and just crafting as a whole. She is a veteran of the army and she's also the founder of the founder and CEO of Candy Sparkles Craft World. We definitely want to see if she can give some some little bling into our show here on the startup life. She is Chiquita Willis. Miss Willis, superstar. How are you? Hey, hey, hey. I am outstanding. Thanks so much for having me. No worries. Are you ready to pour some knowledge in the startup nation today? You know, I'm ready. Excited and ready. All right, let's do it. So first things first, ma'am, let's go ahead and set this party off right. If you would, just kind of share with us your origin story, your background uh, up until you get up until this point. Oh, wow. Okay, I'm going to try not to go too far back. It's all good. <laughs> you go back as far my as you want. My origin starts. My Honestly, my origin business starts in 1990. Five without okay. giving away my without giving away my age ninety five ninety six as a Mary Kay consultant. Okay, so that's really where my introduction into you know owning my own business really started. Got it. And just through the years, I've owned multiple business. You know, just trying to find okay, what is the thing that works for me? And just along the journey, I learned that I you know I fell in love with crafting, which I learned through owning a bakery. So I fell in love with crafting, and I fell in love with training. So that's kind of what brought me to, or not kind of, that is actually what brought me to Candy Sparkles Craft World, you know, my love of craft and my love of teaching others, you know, how to build wealth through crafting. I hear that. I hear that. Thank you for yes. sharing that. Let me, let me ask a quick follow-up because you said you started off as a Mary Kay consultant. What are some yes. of those, those tools and strategies that you learned as being a Mary Kay consultant that you kind of use in Candy Sparkles Craft World? Oh, wow. So many things. Okay. And, you know, look, my daughter, she's a new Mary Kay consultant. I'm so excited because she's 22. And okay. so I'm so excited for her because, you know, she's going to learn things about time management. You know, I learned how to manage mm-hmm. my time you know, how to schedule my time, you know, I learned how to manage money, you know, 
you know, I was a Mary Kay consultant for so, so many years. And I cannot tell you the number of times I embezzled, <laughs> you know, for my business. Gotcha. And so, but learning, you know, really learning, going to the trainings and learning how to manage my money and how to keep my business finances separate from my personal finances. I learned how to talk to people. Most people don't believe me, but I'm naturally a shy person. But I learned, you know, through those Mary Kay trainings, how not to be shy, how to kind of get into character so that I can meet people. Um, I tell people a lot. They don't believe me when I say this. But when I first started the Mary Kay journey, I was so shy and so terrified that I couldn't even meet people in front of my husband. So he would have to walk away, you know, in order for me to get my business card, you know, to the waitress or to a lady in the mall. He literally have to walk away. In order for me to do this, I really learned how to come out of my shell and I just really, really grew up and I still use probably, I just, most of the principles I learned in Mary Kay, I applied those to my business today, just from meeting people, networking, oh gosh, and networking, I could go on and on about networking and branding and how I learned those things through Mary Kay. For sure. For sure. Thank you for sharing that. And, you know, mm-hmm. Startup Nation, I was actually going to ask uh, Miss Willis about, you know, time management and stuff like that a little bit later. But since she brought it up, I'm going to ask that now. But before I do that, I want you to go to uh, thecandysparkles.com. We have a link there in the show notes for easy access if you listen to the replay on the podcast. And there you will find an ebook that says the th- that's called Three Reasons People Struggle with Time Management. Why do easily achievable tasks seem so difficult? Make sure you check that out in the link in the show notes. So, Ms. Chiquita, if you would, just kind of share with us, you know, what are some of those, like that one thing that people kind of, I guess, have a misconception about time management, if you don't mind? Um, They, they, my, I, I'm sorry, I'm getting, look, words getting twisted. Hey, it my happens to me all the time. Don't worry about it. <laughs> my husband and I talk about this a lot. People have a magical clock mm. in their mind and they think that there's, oh, I can get all this done. I'll be able to do all of this. And they don't write anything down. Gotcha. And so that is the biggest issue is that I have this magical clock in my mind and you know, I really believe I can get things done. And if we don't write it down to really map things out, it's, you know, it's, it's terrible. Um, a lot of people, um, and I apply this to people that work another job, the closer you live to work, the more likely you are to be late because you think mm, it's right up the street right. and I can get there in five minutes. But, you know, it's, it's all about time management and managing the time that we have because we all have the same 24 hours every day. Thanks. And so we have to make a plan on what we're going to do with those 24 hours. And I literally plan out every single hour of my day. Gotcha. Gotcha. Thank you for sharing that. That, That's a, that's a very uh, valid point, you know, about the one where you talk about people who live close to their job and they're late all the time. I see that Mm -hmm. all the time and startup nation. That's something you definitely want to uh, keep in mind because I think when we have those kind of things in place, we take that time for granted. So Mm -hmm. I appreciate you sharing that, uh, Chiquita, for sure. You're welcome. Yeah. Time management. That's one of my babies right there. Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) So I want to ask you this, you know, as we're, we're, you know, uh, dealing with this new, normal, if you will, uh, of COVID-19. And and as a business owner, I imagine you've been going through some shifting and some pivoting and stuff like that as well. And I imagine you probably be doing that with, you know, you mentioned your husband and your daughter. I imagine you're doing that with your uh, family life as well. So kind of share with us uh, some of that pivoting in your professional and personal life. We've had to, um, because of the nature of our business, the craft world, initially when this whole thing hit, 
and we had to close our store. We had to transition a lot of equipment and things from the store to home. Mm, so right. it's almost like our family life then became the business life. It just was like just meshed into one. And so now we're trying to kind of work back out of that move back into, you know, the store and kind of have things separated. But it's been so difficult because my family, they're also involved with the business as well. Right. So that honestly has been a difficult piece for us to separate business and family. Gotcha. Um, you know, just in trying to survive with the with the current state of things. Mm. So, you know, again, I try to, you know, use my schedule um, to, you know, so we try to schedule family time. We're going to have family night. We're going to cut off the business. You know, we're not talking candy sparkles or or any other business in the house. Right. You know, after a certain time, we're just going to try to focus on each other and family. And so that helps us um, somewhat to kind of keep things into perspective so we can still enjoy each other as a family at home because we're not getting out the way we used to get out. Gotcha. So we've had to learn how to enjoy each other at home without the other forms of entertainment that we love to do, like the movies. I hear that. You know what? I want to ask a follow. No, that that's excellent. Po- those are excellent points, and I actually want to ask two follow up questions. Sure. Uh, to that, because the first one, and and I think this is important, whether it's a you know there's a world pandemic or not, uh, that cutoff time you talk about, right? You know, because mm-hmm. in this era, this golden era of entrepreneurship, and I'll sleep when I'm dead, and grind, 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 hustle, hustle, hustle. I think it's important to have that that stop time. That, that time for family. Talk about why that's important for you, Jaquita. I mean, it's important because if all you talk about is business, 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 then it gets it gets difficult for the marriage, you know, and for relationships because everything is about the business. You know, now I do understand crunch time. And right. sometimes we have crunch times and everything is going to be about the business, you know, short term sacrifice for long term gain. But there does have to be some separation so that you can, you know, really enjoy each other. You know, because if he's coming home from work and he's talking about what's going on at work all day and then I'm talking about what happened at the store and the kids are, you know, talking about mama's on my case about X, Y and Z. And we're talking about this and it's 10 o'clock at night and we're still at dinner and we're talking about, you know, the issues from the day or the different things that happen. Then you just kind of go to bed kind of like block. Mm -hmm. And so you want to kind of cut that off so you can just enjoy each other. Gotcha. You know, Absolutely. you know, just, you know, just enjoy each other. We, we do the little, the, you know, how was your day? How did this go? You know, we do all of that every day, right. but at a certain point, let's cut that off and let's talk about things that we enjoy. And my second, oh yeah. Uh, and my second follow-up question is because, you know, due to the nature of COVID and, and your crafting business, you know, you have to have uh, supplies, whether it be you know t-shirts and other things mm-hmm. that you need for your business to thrive. During COVID, have you have have you seen it uh, like more difficult, less difficult or more of the same to get more of the supplies you need to keep the business running? Because I know even though you had to close the physical store uh, there mm-hmm. on 6172 Macon Road uh, here in Memphis, Tennessee, I know you had to close the physical store, but I know the business kept going with like making masks and stuff like that. So I guess I'm mm-hmm. curious, was has it been difficult to get the supplies you need to keep doing the business? So that's a really great question. So for some things, we didn't skip a beat. Okay. But for other things, it was crazy. Not that it was difficult. It just took us longer to get things. So normally when we could get things within a week, at one point I was waiting a month on an order because some things we do order out of the country. And so the shipping, in in addition to it taking longer, the shipping prices increased so much Mm. 
that some items I had to stop having shipped express and have shipped by sea. Gotcha. Gotcha. You know, because the 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 price, like you know, with the limited flights and you know everything happening on that side, that that part of the industry, it just was it was a nightmare for us and having to tell customers, well, you know, I can't get this for you in three days. It's normal. It's going to be three weeks. So that was pretty tough for us. Gotcha. Talk. You know, I'm sorry. Another follow up question. Talk about that conversation with customers because you know, uh, you know, it's like some customers are kind of like, okay, I kind of understand with this, that, and the other. You know, COVID nineteen. Mm-hmm. But there's some customers like, no, nah, I still, I order my stuff. I still want it. You know, when I when you said I was going to have it and stuff like that, no lag time or nothing. Mm-hmm. Talk about you know uh, that conversation with a customer and what that sounds like when you're setting the yeah. expectation that like you know what it's going to take a little bit longer. Yeah, absolutely. And fortunately, I was really blessed with that. I have like two sets of customers. Okay. I have customers that purchase custom items from us, and then I have customers that are DIYers as well. So mm. they create things for their clients. So I really had to have two conversations. So, you know, the conversation that I had with the customer, of course, everything is like scripted and basically letting them know, you know, with the state of things, this is the normal turnaround times. However, it is going to be extended. So that's a conversation I had before accepting payment because I don't do refunds. Like I can't stand a refund. <laughs> I, I don't like refunds. <laughs> I a refund. Right. So it was a conversation I had prior to accepting payment. But in addition to that, a part of my invoice also stated if I'm unable to fill your order by a certain date, you know, I'm going to let you know that, hey, it's going to take a little bit longer. And at that point, I was willing to offer a refund if I couldn't keep my initial commitment. Gotcha. So that was with a custom order custom um, customers. But for our clients that are also DIYers that order stuff from us, um, such as masks, because we, we were selling masks to other um, business owners as mm-hmm. well. For those it was a different conversation because they had we had to explain, you know, and help them understand the entire process of the shipping. Right. So I had to go more into detail with those customers to say, OK, this is how it works. You know, this is what we're faced with. And I even went as far as sharing with them what the tracking numbers were so they could also track. And then it minimized the amount of phone calls that we, that we were getting mm-hmm. on, you know, is the order in, is the order in. So it's we had to have two different conversations. And thankfully, you know, we didn't find ourselves having to refund anybody for delayed shipments and everybody was really willing to, um, you know, work with us for those orders that were delayed. So I'm, I'm really grateful for that. But I also believe that comes from the rapport that we had built with our customers pre-COVID. Mm, that's, that's, you know, and that's so important. That's super yeah, important. Thank you just, for sharing that. Mm-hmm. I didn't mean, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. I knew you were trying to say something. No, else. no, I was done. Go right ahead. Oh, okay, I was yeah. done. Yeah, I, I just wanted to, I, I just wanted to, you know, be in that amen corner for you in a second, because I think that's important that, that work on the front end and Startup Nation, if you remember we, a few weeks back, we had Alex Carter, the United Nations negotiations trainer, and she talked about doing that work on the for, on the front end in negotiations. And uh, Jaquita just pointed out that doing that work on the front end with customers works the exact same way. So that way, when you do have a slowdown or you do have a downturn or an abrupt change in the business, that customer rapport is going to be there to last. And that's going to prove vital to success of your business. So thank you, Jaquita, for sharing that for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. For sure. For sure. So I, I want to ask you this because, you know, as we've, kind of see with covid and stuff like that crafting has kind of you know uh has become one of those businesses that kind of moved to the forefront a little bit you're seeing a lot of people doing a little more diying and stuff like that you know and we all know before this crafting was a multi-billion dollar business and now it's just going to only kind of continue to grow 
I want to ask you this. Where do you see Candy Sparkle's craft world as the crafting world itself? The, the crafting pie, if you will, gets larger and larger. Where do you see your business in all of it? You know, I see us outgrowing where we are Okay. Um, because I, I'll be honest, when the, this whole pandemic hit, it was all new to me. I guess it was new to everybody. Right. I didn't think that our business would survive. I thought, oh, my gosh, what are we going to do? I got to mm. close, you know, got to close my doors. I can't do this. I can't do that. But what I noticed, I started doing math before we before I knew of COVID. It was something that we promoted to other industries like nail techs, protect themselves from okay. fumes and things like that. Got it. So because I started that pre-COVID, then, you know, we were able to um, to survive through this pr- pandemic, right. which has actually elevated us to another level that I didn't, that I wasn't, I don't want to say that I wasn't prepared for, prepared for success, right. but it just went beyond what my beliefs for the business were, what my expectations were being so young right. in the business. Right. And so each month I'm seeing our business grow each month. And I don't think where we are now, I honestly don't think that this place is going to be big enough for all the things that are coming because people are calling us asking for things that we don't normally carry mm-hmm. that we're having to order and offer now because people are home right. and they're crafting more than usual. So now we're beginning to stock new items that we didn't stock when we opened in December. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Start I hope you caught that because see what I just heard is the, the uh, the game plan of a successful entrepreneur, because, you know, and the reason, you know, thank you for sharing that, Chiquita. I really appreciate it. The reason I say that is because a lot of times, you know, and we know a lot of business owners are not doing so hot. Let's be honest. Right. Some of them are you know having a downturn in sales and some of them are even closing. But it seems like you saw an opportunity. Well, not necessarily you saw an opportunity, but an opportunity presented itself and you took advantage of it. And I think only the most savviest of entrepreneurs see that opportunity, especially in a downturn and take advantage of said opportunity. So I appreciate you sharing that. Thank you for noticing. I guess I hadn't thought of it like that. <laughs> no, no, it, it, it's, I mean, look, I, I, I talk to a lot of billionaires. I talk to a lot of very successful entrepreneurs and business minds. They all have that trait. They all have that trait. And so you're right up there with them, man. So I appreciate you sharing. Awesome. Thank you. No worries. No worries. So I, I want to ask you this because, you know, uh, you know, when I made the introduction, talked about how you were uh, in the in the military. You're a veteran. So first off, thank you for your service. Definitely appreciate you're welcome. Uh, you're that, welcome. you know, uh, and the thing is, a lot of times military personnel, they come over into the entrepreneurial world and they're that leadership kind of carries over into uh their business you know and, and i promise this is the last COVID question i'm going to ask well, okay. at, at least i hope it is uh but uh I, I think you know as the founder and ceo of candy sparkles craft world you're the leader of this business you're the you're the the, the go-to person you're the, you're the jordan of this business right and so mm-hmm. you know when the things took a downturn and and you talked about how like you wasn't sure if you was going to be uh remain open and stuff like that when you're, you're, you know, your family and you're in the business and the people that work for you and stuff like that, when they're looking to you for that, you know, that leadership and stuff like that. Talk about that pressure. Let's, let's be honest here. That, that ain't easy. Talk about that pressure. No, a bit, it, it wasn't easy because again, we just, you know, I just signed a lease November 1st, right. you know, for this new, almost 4,000 square foot place. <laughs> right. And, you know, and so for March to come just a few months later, 
and they're like, okay, you got to close your doors. It was very stressful because rent is real. (laughs) You know, you know, rent is real. You know, the utility bill, these things are real. And they were still present, you know, during the time. And so it was a lot of pressure because in addition to, you know, the store being closed, that, that also meant the income that I used to help you know, help my husband in supporting the family, that that was going to take a hit also. Right. So it was very, 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 very stressful um, initially, you know, but I just, I kind of took a chill, but, you know, you got to pray, you know, I had to pray. So, hey, Lord, you know, you know, and I'm going to give this to you. And so I did take a chill pill for about, about a week or so in March. We just kind of took a chill pill. But after that, I'm telling you, it just, it just skyrocketed. I was like, okay, so I'm glad I took the week off to rest mm-hmm. because I literally was home. That's one of our crunch times. We were literally working around the clock, my right. kids and I. Right. We were just working, you know, around the clock. So it was, yeah, it, it was, you just have to, you know, when you're in business, well, in my opinion, I don't believe you can be in business successfully and not have faith. Because that. business is so, you know, things are so unexpected with business and we can't always rely, you know, on ourselves. Like, okay, you know, this idea, because we never know which idea is going to be that idea. Right. And so we have to have some element and some level of faith as we walk and as we run our business. So I'm just really grateful for, for that, having that peace, mm-hmm. you know, to my business saying, okay, you know what? I'm not going to worry too much. I'm, I'm kind of, you know, back up off the worry. I'm going to take a chill pill. And the next thing I knew, I was working harder from home than I had worked in the store. I hear that. I hear that. Two pieces of, of you know, note startup nation that I wrote down just now is that first of all, hashtag the rent is real. And uh, <laughs> the second one, the second one is you never know if this idea, would you say this, I, the, that idea, what did you say about the idea? That you you never know which idea is going to be that idea. There it is. Which it, idea it only is takes going to be one. Yeah, we just right. never know. Right there it is because we always say in entrepreneurship all the time that like you only have to be right one time, and that that one time can be the thing. You know, you know, we always talk about the example of Steve Jobs and the iPhone. That's probably the single most you know thing uh, he's probably going to be known for. But like that was that one that idea that you talked about. So I appreciate you sharing that for sure. All right, Startup Nation, so we're going to go ahead and take a quick break. We got to pay some bills. Once again, my name is Dominic Lawson, and you're listening to The Startup Life. This episode of The Startup Life is sponsored by SaveTheChildren.org. Startup Nation, Save the Children believes every child deserves a future. In the United States and around the world, they work every day to give children a healthy start in life, the opportunity to learn, and protection from harm. They deliver lasting results for millions of children, including those hardest to reach. They do whatever it takes for children every day and in times of crisis transforming their lives and the future we share. Startup Nation, right now, the coronavirus is the biggest global health crisis in our lifetime. It threatens children in every way. COVID-19 has already left many children without caregivers, out of school, and exposed to violence and exploitation. Child poverty is rising. With your support, we can help children in unsafe households and help support distance learning in the face of school closures. Here are some ways your support can make a difference. 
For just $5, you can buy a baby's first book, providing comfort and inspiring lifelong learning. And for $25, you can serve a nutritious breakfast and lunch to five out-of-school children in need. And there's many other ways you can help support Startup Nation. So go to savethechildren.org slash savekids or www.savethechildren.org forward slash savekids. So if you're ready to make a difference, Startup Nation, remember, savethechildren.org. Make the change for children. The Startup Life is powered by Ladder. Startup Nation, as an entrepreneur, you are the engine that powers your business. We have had many entrepreneurs on the show, from those that played Division II basketball, quite a few Ironman participants, and even an NFL quarterback. And the one thing they all have in common is that they know getting early morning workout wins leads to business success for the day. However, it's super important what fuel you use for your workout to get that early morning success. And that's where Ladder comes in. Ladder is a sports nutrition company founded by LeBron James and Arnold Schwarzenegger. Unlike other supplements, every batch is tested by a third party that is trusted by all major professional sports organizations, including the NBA, NFL, MLB, and more to verify the highest standards for quality, but more importantly, safety. Ladder's goal is to help you unlock your best in any situation. Right now, that means access to special offers and expert advice from their community. Personally, I like superfood greens. Not only does it include the most essential nutrients that are hard to get in your diet, like magnesium, zinc, B vitamins, vitamin D, they also included the Rodelio root, which helps keep you healthier when stress is high, but also it helps support immunity according to many studies. Use code BETTEREVERYDAY for 30% off everything site-wide at ladder.sport. That's BETTEREVERYDAY for 30% off at ladder.sport. So maybe you're not trying to be a four-time league MVP or a seven-time Mr. Olympia, but you still need the tools to elevate your health that elevates your business. So go with Ladder and prepare to get better every day. All right, Startup Nation, welcome back as we continue our conversation with today's guest here on The Startup Life. So let's talk, let's talk about the business itself. And, you know, okay. once again, we're talking to Chiquita Willis, founder and CEO of Candy Sparkles Craft World uh, there on 6172 Macon Road. And if you don't live in the Memphis area, you can always check out the website. The website is CandySparkles.com, uh, where she has services that probably can be done online as well, especially from the coaching part and stuff like that that she does as well. But some of the services include the retail store. The Paint Splatter Studio, which I'm very fascinated to talk about, uh, but also the bling parties and other stuff. So if you would just kind of share with us a little bit about uh, the in-depth parts of the services that you provide, Chiquita. Okay. Sorry about that. No worries. So I guess we'll kind of walk through this. We have the retail side. When you first walk in, you come into the retail side of our store. Mm Mm-hmm. And then um, we also have a, our classroom because we offer classes as well. Right. So we have our classroom um, that, and we also rent our classroom for small events. Okay. And so it holds about 50 people, about 50 or 60 people, depending on the setup. And so we use that for small events as well. But one of the most fun pieces of our business is um, the paint splatter right. portion. Right. And our paint splatter room, and sometimes and we get all the time, what is paint splatter? And it's kind of hard if you don't see it. But paint splatter is a glow in the dark room. We have our, you know, our UV lights and the glow in the dark lights. There's loud music. Got to have loud music for fun. And so, they, you know, there's loud music and, and our clients, they pick the genre of music that they like. And they, it comes with you get an eight by 10 canvas or you can upgrade for larger. You get paints that are glow in the dark paints and you get paint brushes 
you are dressed in like head covering, goggles, full suits to protect your clothes, and you splatter paint at your canvas or at each other, the walls, the floor, the ceiling, the table, wherever you want paint to go, mm-hmm. is what you're doing in the paint splatter room. And it is just so much fun, but also it's a good stress reliever. Right. The right. paint splatter portion. And so th- those that it is just so much fun. And one thing I forgot to mention um, sure. are the bling parties that we do. We offer bling parties where, where they can come in and bling T-shirts or um, we can talk about blinging shoes or just pretty much any project that someone wants to bling for them and their guests. Right. We can do that as well. And so we're actually right now working on a plan to do virtual bling parties since okay. a lot of people are doing things virtually now. So right. we're working on that so we can, you know, get all of that and the pricing structure set up to do virtual bling parties. Gotcha. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. I, I thought so, because, you know, like I said, you know, in, the, in this day and age of COVID, you know, you're probably transitioning a lot of stuff. So I figure you'd probably be doing something like that. I got to ask this, though. What's the craziest thing somebody brought in to bling out? Uh, what is the weirdest thing I've blinged out? Probably, I, you know, I don't know the weirdest. Now, my weirdest request has been for a mailbox, which we haven't completed it yet. <laughs> for real? So, yeah, the, the weirdest request has been for a mailbox. Okay. Um, it's a lady that's in Maryland, so we haven't completed her project yet. But that's probably the weirdest request that I've had somebody ask for. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wow, yep. In a great. car. I plan on blinging a car in 2021. What? Yeah, I said I'm buying a baby Benz, a baby convertible Benz, and I'm going to bling it out. So you're just going to be riding down making road with just a blinged out Benz. And a blinged out Benz. Everybody will know. Oh, that's, that's, <laughs> that's your kid and candy sparkles. Right, right. That is, that is Coach Candy right there for sure. Thank you for sharing that. I, I appreciate that for sure. I, I'm curious uh, about the plane splatter room because you talked about it being therapeutic and stuff like that, which mm-hmm. I imagine it was. It, it, it would be. Why is that? Is it just like just a stress reliever so people can just kind of just wig out a little bit? Why Why is why have people found that so therapeutic in your opinion? I think because when they enter, enter the room, it's different. Okay. And when you enter the room, you're not thinking about anything else. Okay. You're not thinking about the bills. You're not thinking about the arguments you just had with your significant other or have the kids frustrated you. You know, you go in that room and you're trying to figure out, OK, what's going on here? What am I doing? You know, and music always adds another element to things, okay. you know, and people love music and the feel good of music. So they're in there to whatever their favorite tunes are, whatever their favorite genre is. We have a plan for them and they're just, um, you know, expressing themselves through art. Um, and it's a lot. It usually it breaks out into um, a paint splatter fight, which we absolutely love uh, and encourage. Okay. And it's just so much laughter and so much fun to walk. And they walk out and there's paint over their face and somebody is pulled off their their hair covering. They have paint in their hair and it's all washable. It washes off. <laughs> so um, and it, it's just it's, it's just a lot of fun. And it really is therapeutic. Gotcha. Thank you for sharing mm-hmm. that for sure. I, I, I want to ask you this because, you know, I, I know you do coaching and mentoring and stuff like that, but you also do tutorials. You talk about doing some virtual online tutorials and stuff like that. And I know you have the classroom uh, as well uh, there at Candy Sparkles Craft World. Talk about the the teaching aspect of your business, because, you know, there's not many businesses where they have that part. But talk mm-hmm. about the teaching aspect of your business. Why is that important for you to have that aspect in the business? You know, it's important for me. I'm just a teacher by trade. Okay. Um, I, I just love teaching and training. And I believe that when we can learn different skills, that we can advance ourselves. You know, it, it takes more than one income. You know, I learned years ago, it takes seven streams of income if you want to retire comfortably. Right. It, you know, it takes multiple streams of income. And when people can learn a new skill, 
um, something that they they can use as an additional income or they can use it as therapy because I love my craft and it's it's very relaxing for me. And a lot of people find it relaxing. And so I love teaching people how to, you know, how to craft and, you know, all the different things because it just really helps advance them, themselves. Gotcha. Have you always been a crafter, like even as a kid or there's just something that just kind of came over time? You know, no. Okay. <laughs> I, have my, I, was, I think it's, it's some part of me because, um, you know, the Mary Kay, when, when I was in uh, deep into Mary Kay, gotcha. I did gift baskets. So okay. that was probably where the crafting began mm. for me doing gift baskets. Gotcha. But it wasn't until I fell in love with glitter. I don't even remember when that happened. But somewhere along the way, I fell in love with glitter and I started adding an edible glitter to candy apples. And somewhere in there, it just kind of then I wanted to learn, OK, if I can add glitter to this candy apple, what else can I do to this candy apple? Can I make a lady? Can I put an elephant on this candy apple? And that's kind of where my crafting began when I worked, when I owned the bakery gotcha. and, you know, then I just kind of expanded into more. If you get on YouTube, I tell you, man, there's so much on YouTube and that's, oh, that's, I, I spent so many hours on YouTube, you know, trying to learn the craft, but it was difficult initially gotcha. because there wasn't a lot out there. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. Thank you for sharing that. You know, when I think of glitter, I think about uh, this other business. You may have heard of it before, but a few years ago, there was this business where like if there's somebody you didn't like, like a boss you didn't couldn't stand or something like that, you would send them like this glitter bomb box. And so you'll send them this box and when they open it, like all this glitter just explodes yes. all over the place. And so I, you ever heard of that business before? I have. Yes, okay. I have. <laughs> okay. You ever I, look, I need to incorporate that. I, I was going to ask you that. I was going to ask you that. Were you <laughs> You never thought about incorporating that into business. I need, to, I need to incorporate that, but see, I'm the, I'm the opposite. Glitter me, you know. Fair I, this is glitter okay. me down. Because <laughs> the thing about glitter, you know, it's all over the place, you know, and so you know, it can get kind of whatever. But no, I appreciate you indulge me that for sure. Uh, <laughs> once again, we're talking to Jaquita Willis, co-founder. I mean, founder and CEO of Candy Sparkles. Uh, craft world. I want to ask you this. I want to get a little serious just for a little bit. Because, okay. you know, as we deal with COVID-19 and stuff like that, we're also dealing with a little bit of uh, social unrest, if you will, right? There's a lot of protesting mm -hmm. due to uh, the, the murders. And I want to point out, I did say murders of mm -hmm. uh, Ahmaud Taylor, Ahmaud Aubrey, uh, Breonna Taylor, and George Floyd. As a African-American woman business owner, especially uh, African-American woman business owner in the city where King was assassinated. I want to ask you this, what type of obligation or what type of part of, you know, you as a business owner is important to the movement of, you know, uh, you know, social equality and equality for mm -hmm. all and stuff like that. Where do you see you and your business as a part of that grand scheme of all of that? You know, um, it's so funny you mentioned that my husband and I had to talk last night about um, Martin Luther King, um, or doctor, he corrected me, doctor, mm -hmm. yes, absolutely. Martin Luther King, Respect <laughs> last on his night, name. Right. You know? <laughs> he, he corrected me, I was like, okay, doctor, because right. we were watching Selma last night, Okay. and for me, it's about education, Okay. and I have honestly, I have learned so much in this, since the whole pandemic hit about my history than before. Okay. And I guess because we've had more time to focus on it. Right. And so um, as, as far as my business goes, I'm learning how to um, to to educate. And I'm, I'm honestly working with my publicist now trying to figure out, OK, what can I do as a small business? You know, mm -hmm. what can I do to educate? So we're going to have some different things on our website, you know, and different things. And I'm also the mother of 
a young man, you know? Right. And so it's, as a mother, it's terrifying as well because it's like, okay, you know, my son, he's 21, mm-hmm. you know, and just, you know, from, from the mom aspect and the business aspect, it's all about education. Right. And so I've learned so much, you know, I was talking to husband, I said, well, why is it that, you know, we never celebrated Juneteenth? You know, why growing up, was it all about 4th of July? Like, I honestly, up until recently, I didn't even know what Juneteenth was. Same here. You know, and it's it's embarrassing to say, but honestly, I didn't know what Juneteenth was. Like, what is this Juneteenth? Within the last few years, I've just begun to hear about Juneteenth. And so now it's like, oh, okay, I get it now. Right. You know, and so, yeah, it's new to me personally as well as professionally. Gotcha. Gotcha. Thank mm-hmm. you for sharing all of that for sure. I, I want to ask you this. So when you're not, you know, uh, being, you know, Coach Candy, when you're not, you know, uh, teaching a, a class or creating a, a new blinged out, you know, masterpiece, what are you doing for fun? Oh, man, I am so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> I am so much fun. I am extremely family oriented. And most people that know me know I do most things with my family. Gotcha. So I love to travel. Okay. I love to travel. We we love cruises. You know, we love just just getting out, going to visit new cities and eating. Oh, my gosh. We love to eat and try different restaurants. And yeah, I'm a lot of fun. I'm so that. much fun. I've had to look. I've been um, reduced to house parties, as my, my son calls it. Um, <laughs> but having events, you know, we'll have a few people over at the house. and We'll get together because we can't get out and go to restaurants and do things the way that we used to. Right. So we're learning to do more things at home. But I'm so I've learned to be, um, you know, have a, a set at, at home and invite a few people over for fun since I can't travel right now. Gotcha. Gotcha. But I, yeah, I'm a traveler. I love, love, love traveling. I hear that. I hear that. Thank mm-hmm. you. Thank you for sharing that. I, I want to ask you this because, you know, one of the things that I talk to uh, very successful entrepreneurs about is about their partners. And studies have shown, you know, studies have shown uh, very successful business owners have even backed that up that like having a great partner, you know, mm-hmm. like you know, a spouse is a very great indicator of entrepreneurial success, career success, or just professional success as a whole. Talk about how important your husband has been on your path of entrepreneurship. You know, my husband has been absolutely amazing. We've been married this year, be 25 years. Congratulations. Thank you. And through the process, he has always supported every idea I had. It doesn't matter what the idea is. He's always stood behind the idea, you know, um, mentally, physically, financially, you know, he has always been there to support and, you know, and help promote my ideas. Even when I think I sold girdles at one point, he was like, okay, well, if that's what you want to (laughs) do, you know, that's what you want to do. You know, um, he, he's been supportive and he's probably going to get me for saying this, but when I started Mary Kay, I think it was 96, and I started Mary Kay. Mm-hmm. You know, I wasn't a makeup, you know, I wasn't really into makeup and all of that. So, of course, I had to learn. Well, he was my model. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, gotcha. so he sat at the kitchen table and he let me give him a full face of makeup. I, I'm, I know he's going to give me for this, gotcha. but he's that guy. You know, he was there for me to try. You know, he was my guinea pig for me to try. Okay, let's see if you like this. And he's been there for everything. I don't think, you no, know, I know that there's no way I would be able to do the things I do without my husband. Um, you know, he's an excellent father. So, you know, he's, you know, he's, he's, he's dad, mom, you know, he, you know, he's, he's everything. Gotcha. Gotcha. He's been amazing. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So much credit to my husband. I'm glad. I'm so happy you asked that. Cause I'm telling you, he has been 
um, absolutely, absolutely amazing. Gotcha. He, he might get you for that whole guinea pig. Oh, he's going to get me. But, I know. But, but, you know, but I, I'm glad you said that. Because like I said, you know, um, Startup Nation, who you have as, as a spouse or a partner or whatever the case may be, is a, a very great indicator. Warren Buffett has, says that, has said it. Uh, Mark Randolph, the co-founder of CEO, first CEO of Netflix, he has said it. Uh, Bill Gates, he has said it. So clearly... There is, uh, 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 you know, uh, uh, some level of truth to what, you know, we're seeing here that like having that 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 spouse, that partner with you uh, and they don't necessarily have to be in the business. They just have to understand, you know, um, understand what you're trying to do, where you're coming from and stuff Absolutely. like that. You know, uh, I, I don't know if you uh, keep up with, you know, any of this, but uh, you heard of the young lady B. Simone. Uh, and, oh yeah, I've heard about that over the weekend. Yeah, you know, a lot of people were giving her flack because she said she couldn't, you know, be with somebody who had a nine to five. And I don't think it was necessarily about having the nine to five, but I think it's more so the nine to five mindset. You know, mind mentality. You know, yeah. Absolutely. And I think you know, first of all, everybody has their preferences, but that's neither here nor there. That's another type of podcast for another day. But everybody has their preferences, and but like I think she was talking about the mindset, not necessarily like you know he does he can't make enough money for me or something like that. But I just mm-hmm. wanted to point that out because I think that's important. I think entrepreneurs entrepreneurs have a certain type of language and a certain type of lifestyle that not everybody understands. Is that fair to say, Chiquita? Yeah, that's that's so fair. Right. That that's a, an extremely fair statement. Right, because like when you mm-hmm. say stuff about like time management, you say stuff about like you know I got to do this, and like people who are not entrepreneurs, like I don't know what you're talking about. But if you told me, I would know exactly what you're talking about. Right. Even yes. if I don't do the same thing you do, I know exactly what you're talking about, uh, for sure. Chiquita, let me ask you this: What's your entrepreneurial superpower, and why? Oh my gosh, my entrepreneurial superpower. You know, I'm going to say my entrepreneur superpower is customer service. Okay. And the reason I think my entrepreneur superpower is customer service is because we have to know how to treat people. Mm. We have to know how to talk to people and deal with people, even when they're unhappy. And that keeps people coming back because that's what we want. We don't want a one time visitor. I don't want someone to come to Candy Sparkles once. I want them to keep coming back because I always go to Kroger, literally, you know. And so I want that same type of relationship with my clients. And so it is really building that customer service and my staff. They know I'm big on customer customer service. And I, I really believe that would probably be one of my superpowers. Gotcha. <laughs> what's, what's the other one? Um, I guess my other superpower would be um, not no fear. You know, that. we can't be af- afraid to try something new. You know, you have to be willing to step out there and try something new because, again, we just don't know which idea is that idea. And so you have to move, you know, without fear. And I mean, I guess we're all going to have some fear. Mm -hmm. Realistically, we're going to have a little bit of fear, but we can't let that fear stop us from moving forward. And so you have to be able to keep going no matter what anybody thinks or anybody says, because people will say, oh, she saw Mary Kay. Oh, she had a bakery. Oh, you know, she did this and she, you know, she did these. But. The point is, I never stopped. I was never afraid to continue. And also not afraid to fail, because I think that's important as yeah. well. That, that, oh, gosh, you can't way. be afraid to fail. Right. And, you know, I really don't believe in failures because we learn. Absolutely. Just because it didn't work out the way we wanted it to work out, that doesn't mean it's a failure. Absolutely. You know, it means, okay, so let me look at what I did. Let me look at what I didn't do right. right. And let me look at how I can do it differently next time. Or what can I apply differently to the next idea? 
Absolutely. You know, so that can So it's really not a failure. If you learn from it, it's not a failure. Absolutely. It's definitely, mm-hmm. at the very least, you know, not to do that again, right? Exactly. Right now, for sure. No, I definitely <laughs> exactly. understand that for sure. And before I ask the last question, I just want to say thank you so much, Jaquita Willis, founder and CEO of Candy Sparkles Craft World, for coming on the show. You gave an amazing value uh, about a number of things, and we really definitely appreciate your time and your value. Startup Nation, make sure you check out uh, thecandysparkles.com. We have a link there in the show notes if you listen to the replay on the podcast. And also join her VIP club. Text SPARKLES, S-P-A-R-K-L-E-Z, to 188-290-3034. And also, if you're in the Memphis area, make sure you go to 6172 Macon Road, uh, Memphis, Tennessee, 38134. Telephone number 901-352-6800. Jakita, I'm actually going to turn the microphone over to you because... There's somebody out there in Startup Nation who's feeling a little afraid, feeling a little discouraged, and we need a few words of encouragement. If you would, could you give us some words of encouragement to take us out for today? Absolutely. Um, My words of encouragement would be to just try. You know, you just have to go for it. It doesn't matter what people say. It doesn't matter what people say. You just have to go for it. You know, I, I... I believe that we shouldn't live with regrets. And so I don't want to look back or and I don't want you to look back and think, man, what if I would have did this? You know, what if I would have started gardening or what if I would have, you know, started sewing? You know, just go ahead and try. It is never too late to start a new journey. So just, you know, move forward, move forward, you know, choose your circle wisely, you know, and make sure that you have a mentor. I believe we all should have a mentor and someone that we can bounce out, somebody that we trust that we can bounce our ideas off of. Awesome stuff. Awesome stuff. And that's going to wrap up our time here on The Startup Life. Jaquita, how did you like being on the show, man? I think this was awesome. I think this was absolutely awesome. I'm, I'm glad to be on the show. I've been excited about it, looking forward to it. And I'm just grateful for the opportunity. No worries. We're grateful for the opportunity to speak with you as well. And as always, Startup Nation, if you have an idea, be about that life, the startup life. If you want to let us know what you think about our show, have an idea for a show topic, or would like to advertise on our show, send us a message on the Startup Life Podcast Facebook page. And while you are there, like and follow our page as well. It's a great way for us to engage with you, Startup Nation, and really grow our community. The link is there in the show notes. Subscribe to the show as it can be heard on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher Radio, Spotify, or even on your Facebook timeline or any other platform you like to get your podcast. If you are listening on Apple Podcasts and you find our content valuable, please give us a five-star rating as it will help us climb the charts and help more people find our show. You can also listen to the show on the Startup Life Podcast new website. There you will find the all-new Startup Blog where I write on many topics that are interesting and helpful to you on your path to entrepreneurship. And hey, if you have an idea, be about that life, the Startup Life.